You talk to Obama a lot? Yeah, dude. We have like a weekly standing one hour phone call. Dude, like Sometimes uh, it's a FaceTime. Layton got a text from Obama the other day. Really? Yeah. What'd it say? It said, Hey yo, why you be texting Michelle asking if that thing be farting? <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, after a long wait, welcome back to the Groovy Dudes Podcast. My name is Luke Willis. I'm here with my co-host, Mr. Keaton Tidwell. Keaton Tidwell here, freshly shaved bush, feeling smooth, feeling ready to go. A lot of energy, a lot of focus. Freshly shaved bush, huh? Speaking of freshly shaved bush, any men out there, could you please tell me how you successfully shave your nutsack? Because it may be the most difficult task I've ever done. Wouldn't you agree? Yes. It's impossible not to cut them things, man. Well, do you shave with, like, an electric razor or, like, a regular electric bearded razor? Electric. Electric razor? Okay. That's probably why. Well, I do, too, but I also bloody myself most of the time. Yeah, Come out okay. looking like World War Three occurred. Yeah, bro. In, in my sack. crotch. In yeah, the sack, In the sack, which is never fun. Have you ever thought about, like... <laughs> If you, like, brought a girl home, and she was, like, to go give you a head, but, like, yeah, like, cut marks all over you because you're shaving your, your balls and you, cut them. You're going to be mind-blown right now. Actually, last night <laughs> is when I cut my nuts and the travesty occurred, and later that same <laughs> night, my woman came over and was like, hey, let's get it on and get freaky. And I mean, obviously, you got to use lubrication. They don't tell you on the bottle that if you have cut your nuts the same day, not to use the lube. But it should be on there. Like, for real. <laughs> that should help a brother out. Did it burn? Oh, yeah. No, like, so we started, you know, yeah, yeah. and we started. Yeah, no details needed. Please. Yes. And this isn't the first episode talking about a virginity story. <laughs> oh, God, I hope this isn't my virginity story. <laughs> That'd be a sad day. Um, but we started. <laughs> it started drooping down slowly, and I was in there. I was, yeah, yeah, going to town. Yeah, you like that? Ooh, huh, 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 beating on my chest. You Do know. you beat your chest when you're... No, obviously. I feel like that's what I Keaton should have Beat my dick. <laughs> if you make eye contact. I do make eye contact. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. this, straight open. Like I can't blink. But... Anyway, so I was going strong in there, you know, rocking her body with mean, hard hooks, massive strokes. And so then I feel the lube slowly starting to trickle down. And I think in my head, oh, man, I hope this thing going to hurt my battered nuts. And the best way I can describe it is when you pour alcohol on a cup for the first time. But if the cut was on your nutsack. <laughs> Did you finish? No. You quit. I can't I finish through that pain. Okay. I did for like 15 minutes, though. And then I finally stopped, and she was like, what's wrong? And I was like, I, I'm done. Like, I, I just can't do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts too bad. Yeah, I'm sure it fucking does. Well, I feel like, what would, well, do you think the pain is worse, the lube hitting your cut ball sack, or when you accidentally clip the tip of your dick with your jeans when you're 
zipping them back up. You ever done that before? I have done that. That is like excruciating. It's like stubbing your toe from hell. <laughs> it's pretty rough. <laughs> um, also, ladies and gentlemen, in the Chuckle Hut today, we have um, Nick Shelton and my roommate, Leighton C. Both That's dope good. dudes. There you go. Yo, yo. Leighton says, what's good? Nick says. Or more like yo yo like that one dude on fucking One Piece. <laughs> Speaking of One Piece, greatest show ever. Greatest show ever. I don't know. Naruto might be up there. It's highly debatable. I'm also debating it. I'm not saying that it's debatable. Naruto's not good. Any Naruto lovers out there, don't catch any disrespect. Dude, there's so many more people that you would think that watch Naruto out there. For real. There's a lot of people. Like, have you ever met Nolan Bingham? Yeah. One of my pledge brothers? Bingham. 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 He watches Naruto. Really? Yeah. He was texting me. He texted me today and was like, dude, I just got to the point in Hulu where it switches from dub to sub and I just don't know what to do. <laughs> and I sent him the website and when I sent it to him, I replied like three hours later because he was up at like 730. Like, why are you getting up that early? Nolan, go back, <laughs> go back to bed, bro. But um, I texted him back. And he was like, yeah, dude, I literally just found that site whenever you texted me. Right. And yeah, and we were just talking back and forth about it. And I was just like, he is like invested in an Arto. And I never would have thought like that he would have been into it. Do you know where the dub stops on that on Hulu? Yeah, it cuts off whenever uh, Madara is telling Sasuke the truth about Itachi. Maybe that's right. And maybe I just went to watch the pain fight and was surprised that, that it, it was wasn't sub. dubbed. Yeah. Because I figured they would at least have it to the pain fight dubbed. Like, you're going to lose your viewers for the pain fight? Yeah. Like, well, that's what he gets your viewers. Nolan, Nolan, if you are listening, um, he's close to that. Like, really close to that. So, he was asking me today. He was like, yeah, I just can't wait for the fights to start getting, like, awesome all the time. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> you are so close to the fights getting awesome all the time. <laughs> Literally, because after pain, it's just like, <laughs> It's literally a full-on spread. It really is. And that's only episode like 160 or something. There's 500 episodes. Yeah, it, I was actually thinking about that yesterday. It's crazy to think how early the pain fight is. You'd think it'd be like halfway through the show or like three-quarters of the way. It's literally like a quarter of the way through the show. Well, when I watched it the first time and like I got through it, like thinking back on it, I thought the pain fight was in like probably like the 250s or 300s. Yeah. No. No. It's just because the war takes a long. The war is literally to like half the show. The war is half the show. Yeah, it's literally. I think it is two hundred fifty episodes because there's like four massive um, filler arcs in the war arc in the whole war span. There's like nine massive total arcs in the war span. Yeah, you know For that real. is only two days. Yeah, the all war, that took place in two days. The war only lasted two days, and it took like literally two hundred seventy episodes. That has to go so deep. Oh, into like each character's different situation or task in yeah. the war. Dude, you know what I mean, it's literally insanely detailed. Bro. Yeah, it's like it would ha- well, it would there's have like to be. it starts out the war arc starts out and there's like three fronts, and it has to go over what's happening on each front, right. and then each front develops like two or three different situations. Mm-hmm. So it's like at one point in time you're watching like seven different fight situations yeah. play just out, flashing yeah. through. Well, I'm thinking about like the end game. Like war at the very end. 
Oh, where yeah. you've got all the characters, and each oh, character is kind of like fighting their own battle within the war with someone. Yeah, yeah and I'm you're like watching it in the background. I'm trying to try draw that back too, but 270 episodes. That's what I'm just saying. Like there yes. would have to be so much Fights. going on. How long is each yeah. episode? Well, it's also like it's also like that was a like in uh, in game that was a battle. And it was right. a big all-out battle. Whereas this is like, like a war. war. Like, yeah. like they fight. They declare war. They have to meet up. Like their government officials about it. Like, what do we do right. about this dude? Yeah. War on us. And then like, fucked. they fight. And then it goes over like what happens at night, the right. first night, because you know, right. like war, like there's you know sneaky tactics and shit going right. on at night. So they go through all that, and then they have to like reassess the battle the next day, and then the like once. Um, Naruto finally makes it to the Holy the shit, battle. So it takes forever for him to even get to the war, but once he gets the war, he kicks like nine people's asses. One of the biggest flaws in Naruto. Try to stay away from little details if you can. Yeah. During the war, basically, the dude that declared war yeah. wants Naruto. Like, that's what he wants. That's why he's going he to like war. Wants to fight him? No, he like wants what's inside of him. Like I'm not gonna tell you what's. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you've seen the first yeah. couple. He wants. He wants what? He wants the nine tail fox inside of him, and <laughs> so they send him to an island and don't tell him about the war. And they tell him he's going on like this super high ranked mission, and they're like, "But you can't be in the war." When the show's literally named after him, like there's anybody's gonna be kicking ass. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be Naruto. Right. And they're like, "No, go to this island." So then, in the beginning of the war. They get their face fucked. And then Naruto shows up and starts fucking people's face. And it's it, the porno switches at that point because it's <laughs> the good guy's fucking face instead of the bad guy's fucking face. It's Oh, my God. It's so good. Well, I mean, they even talk about it. Like, whenever the, the five Kage were talking about it, they were like um, – the Sushi Kage literally said, like, and do we plan to use um, the eight and nine tails? as our main fighters and they were like no because that's what they want so we're gonna hide them which is stupid like they would have won quicker oh my god yeah <laughs> they would have won the war so much quicker but one of the best parts about Naruto, even though it was only two days also pertains to the war is like you've seen the very beginning of regular Naruto, not Shippuden. they're like six years old yeah. like they're children children right and at, in the war it's characters that are from the beginning of the show that were like kids with Naruto, yeah. like Naruto age kids. Yeah. And they're assuming these positions as like, like commander of the attack squadron of yeah. the army. Like he's the commander like of the attacking position. And like so they, they just... get elected and they give their own like adult high mass mm-hmm. speeches. Yeah. And, and you've like chills. seen them grown up from yeah. children. Like I think there's something about that that's just kind of keeps people into a show, especially like an anime that runs for as long as one like Naruto does. Or One Piece. Or One Piece. It makes it a lot easier. It makes it a lot easier to get like invested emotionally. Like you really start to like the characters. Yeah. Because before you know it, you've only watched. I almost feel like you know them. Yeah, well, you do. Well, you do. <laughs> yeah, well. you do know them. I mean, and you've seen every part of their character development since they were since child. They were children. Yeah, yeah. Then that that is knowing someone. Yeah. I mean, you honestly know the characters more than you ever know yourself because yeah. you see them as a kid, 
with the awareness as, of an adult and you're able to see like what they're going through. But when you're a kid, you don't you understand your own yeah. upbringing. It's right. you're just you're being yeah, you're just up. booing like yeah. playing Lego Star Wars and shit. Like, so like, it's like, it was the best. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, you almost understand these characters more than you understand yourself, and then you get to see them go off. Yeah. Oh yeah, and it's like once you get emotionally attached. It, you're like 300 episodes in, but then you realize you're like, I've only seen five storylines. Like they've and only had are five arcs, many, many, many more. 300 episodes, yeah. 600 left, yeah. and I already feel like this dude is like part of my family. Right. You know, it's pretty cool. I really like it. That's the appeal to anime for all you anime disbelievers out there. Well, and not not all animes are like that though, because a lot of animes are like like shorter like one season animes like there's a lot of animes that are like more like one season animes but i feel like you don't probably get as attached to the characters you get probably it's just like a great the plot anime titties. or like he, <laughs> he just goes after the, the shows that are damn near hentai and Dude, you don't know. anime titties Dude, first off i don't watch hentai i just enjoy some good anime titties i don't know a guy that doesn't then keep watching one piece See man, Nick. Oh, is it soon? Hey, good luck at Bob tonight. I don't need luck. Oh, oh, he's got skills. skills. <laughs> Latency out here crossing people up. Latency, big dick energy. If you were to relate yourself to one professional basketball player's skills, who would it be? Yeah. Brian, Brian oh my, he is a force to be reckoned with. Brian Scalabrini, holy, he's a force. That's what he's also was a beast on like NBA Live '09. I would always sub him in for the Celtics and just wreak havoc. Yeah, in two K, he he ended up having like an emerald card. Did he really? Yeah, because they were just like, this guy was so bad, we're gonna make him good. Just because he was funny, how bad he was. He was like the meme, like a meme stock version of NBA. Really though, like he was all over iFunny. Every post on iFunny back in the day was Brian Scalabrini sucks cock. <laughs> well, we used to make fun of Brian Scalabrini, like me, Travis, and Zach, all the time when I was growing up. Like if we ever had to like make a funny reference to basketball, it was being made about Brian Scalabrini, like one hundred percent. That was the only way to do it. I remind myself of a young Brian Scalabrini. Do you? Yeah. So shit at basketball. Yeah. And sure. Well, I'm sure. He's not. Yeah, he's not very sure. Honestly, though, that's kind of funny. People always say that he sucked, but, like, can you actually suck at basketball if you're in the NBA? Have you ever heard the story about him? Not really, no. Like, when in the heat of his eye funny shit, like when everyone was saying Brian Scalabrini sucked, um, he held, like, an open tournament in New York City at a park. And he was like, if you beat me, I'll pay you $50,000. No one beat him. Damn. No one could. He's a beast. He's in the NBA. He's just like can't guard Allen Iverson, but I don't know many people who can. You know, he was just out of his league. That doesn't mean he's not a god. I mean, I didn't know a single seven foot guy growing up. I didn't either. Well, Chris Paul. That's Brendan. And Brendan, he's not seven foot, but he's up there. He's like 6'11, right? Close. How tall are you? No, he's probably no, more like he's probably more like six eight. Man, that makes me wonder how tall was Brennan? <laughs> he was real tall. He's tall. But was he like six eleven tall or was he more like six eight tall? He was like six nine. 
I feel like I feel like I do remember him getting listed at six ten his our senior year though, on the basketball shit. I think they, they did have do a inch tall. That's bullshit though, because you want to know what Lance Gregory, if you're ever listening, which you probably won't, he listed me an inch shorter than my actual height senior year. I I I don't know honestly. I think we just told him our height. Or did skills tonight. So I just told him I was, or no, I think they did measure us. But I feel, I feel like I did measure in shoes. But I was five, I was five eleven. You got small feet. I was like, no, I was like right at six foot probably. Whenever I was a senior, and he had me listed at five ten. I was in a relationship actually. <laughs> you know what I've been listening to today while I was at work? Listen to the Neil deGrasse Tyson, Joe Rogan podcast. Mm-hmm. Little Grass Tyson is real smart. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that, but he is like – I knew he was really smart, but I, I haven't really listened to a lot of his shit, to be honest with you. Well, me either. He's too smart. I don't understand that. That's fair. He writes a good book. Have you read it? I've read one. Do you know oh, some shit? Oh, so you know some shit about him then. Yeah. I'll watch some shit. He's, he is a very smart guy. He's also hilarious. He is He's a very funny guy. You're hilarious. What, what all is he into and shit? Just uh, astronomy. Astronomy. Uh, Astrophysics. 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 Damn, that is substantially (laughs) above my head. Uh, Yes, I just, the first thing that I associate with is astrology. Sky, yeah, astrology. Astrophysics. He's a very smart guy. He also doesn't realize when he's interrupting people. Does he not? No. Neither does Ben Shapiro. Like he would, inter- he interrupted Joe like several times. Did he really? Yeah. Me and Layton actually watched a YouTube video about it, and they say like he has a superiority complex because <laughs> like you can kind of tell like anytime Joe would like disagree or like pose a question to like further mm-hmm. inquire, um, he would not take it nicely and like you know joe joe wasn't like yelling at him by any oh, means no, of a pretty pretty chill guy yeah, pretty laid back dude and um yeah he would just question him you know like joe does and neil was like question me i fucking dare you that's not what he said but well, yeah like, that was attitude, his attitude yeah. like it was literally like you're wrong i'm right okay i'll have to watch <laughs> it so i can get an impression honestly yeah it's a good episode I enjoyed it. though it's solid though he talks about some interesting shit and he describes it so well. God, he's so good at taking these banging ass topics and just making it work like a second grader. Yes, what's his um? I look it up. You guys continue. But um, that's that's one thing I always wish that I would I could do is like take a a complex structure or a complex ideal and like put it in words easy for someone who's never even pondered it to understand. Yeah, he's amazing. I, I wish I could do that. Like, I wish there was a – I figure if you – I feel like reading is probably a good way to get that, like, skill. Just, like, the more and more you read, the more and more you're good at articulating words. Because the more – because, you know, the more and more you read, the more and more sentence structure you'll understand and be able to comprehend. So, pop, potentially, you you know, you can start being able to phrase sentences better and stuff. But I don't know. I, I just don't have that ability. I used to be good at doing that, but not Neil deGrasse Tyson way. It was like if I was ta- telling somebody like the plot of a TV show that they had never seen, oh, I could yeah. get them to understand like exactly what was going on. Right. Or like if it was like a book they hadn't read or just like a concept, mm-hmm. but I wasn't explaining like 
if I throw my shoe in the air right now, it's eventually going to fall, right? But if I threw my shoe hard enough up in the air, it would exit the atmosphere and never stop going. Because <laughs> he said that to Joe Rogan, and I was like, wow. That, exactly? Yeah. Or a different, like, phrase. No, I think he actually, it, pretty close to those words. A lot smarter. Okay, so a lot smarter. And slower. And slower. Yeah. Astrophysics for People in a Hurry. That's the book I read. He makes it very, uh, like you said, easy to easy to grasp. Yeah, bro. It's a very good read. Yes. He Can tells, I that nicotine? He, he, no, he tells this story of this time he was in this coffee shop. And he was like, he was like, I would like this, uh, I would like this hot chocolate with like a dollop of whipped cream or whatever on the top. And so he gets this hot chocolate and he doesn't see any whipped cream. And he's like, where's my fucking whipped cream? You didn't give me any. And he was like, yes, I did. And he was like, it's like mixed in the bottom. And he was like, he was like, no, he was like the, the whipped cream floats. It doesn't go to the bottom. So like, where's my whipped cream? And he was like, he put a fresh one on there and stayed on top. And he was like. <laughs> he didn't know who he was talking with. He right. said, "He said it flows to the bottom." Neil deGrasse Tyson was like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, no, no, that's not how it works, my friend." You picked the wrong dude. <laughs> how would he have not known who he was? I don't know. I feel like a lot of people wouldn't know who Neil deGrasse Tyson. You're like, it's, I feel like I've seen him on social media a lot. Though. Some people just don't take it. Really? Some people just don't know. You know who I'd love to meet? Who? Jordan Peterson. Yes. He's smart. Do you, know, do you know Jordan Peterson? Yes. Me and Lake have been watching a lot recently. Well, that video that uh, – I'm good on it. That video that um, that I came in – I saw you were you were upstairs. I think you were taking a shower upstairs or maybe you were with Mallory upstairs. I don't know. But, um, Probably both. Potentially. <laughs> uh, but I came in to hang out, and um, Layton had Jordan Peterson playing, but he was asleep already. So I was like – I'm not gonna wake him up. He's asleep. Like he's he's working man. I won't let him sleep. Yeah. So I just sat on the couch and was watching this video and it was his like he was talking to this dude and it was like a a big lecture about um, the psychology of creative people. And I was just like locked into it. And everything he was saying made so yeah, you came in and get, yeah. saw the last he was, half of it. He was it. on stage with the Canadian art director. Yeah. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, dude, it was super good. I actually wrote down a quote. Oh wait. Where is it? Yeah, he said um, that creativity and openness are synonymous. And when he said that, it just made so much sense to me. That, like, you can't be like a closed minded person and be able to like think creatively because you have to stay outside of the box because creativity, um, it, it creates like creativity, it spawns things that aren't previously thought of. Yeah. And you can't well, do that if you're thinking with a narrow mind. You have to be able to open your mind to 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 get those abstract ideas to create something. Mm-hmm. And that's why like, artists are creative. That's why typically most artists you see are liberal and things like that. It's just the way that their personalities lie. Because they're just open-minded to things. Yeah. Exactly. It, it's not like being closed-minded is a bad thing, but like well, it just – it can be it can be taken to an extent. Open mindedness also can be a bad thing to an extent. Right. But you can't have only open minded people on a on a planet. You have to have both. You do. Yeah. Because another thing he said in the video, he said liberals start companies and conservatives run them. And that makes so much sense. 
Because liberals are always trying to do something different and change something and create something, yeah. do something and extra. And like yeah. they, they had the idea. Exactly. Me personally, as an artist, I, I tend to just think of things and like really brilliant ideas, but I don't ever want to put the work in to build the company. And right. that's where other people have to take right. over. That, I'm like, this is what exactly I can do, but like artists are just the people that create jobs for people. Right. See, that's like a CEO's mind state. Like CEOs are creative people because they're in charge of creating the future for the company while as the managers of the company are conservative people because they are good at the day-to-day the organizing the taking care of the critical details and things of that nature so like it's it, that's the way it works but sadly being a creative and open-minded person in the world we live in is extremely damning because there's only one CEO and there's like a hundred managers there's only a few Drakes and Kanye's and Led Zeppelin's. Like there's only there's only a few of those great creative minds. Uh-huh. Keaton Tidwell's, yeah. yeah. And that's the the damning thing about our culture is it's, it's extremely hard to succeed as a creative person versus a conservative minded person. It is insane though, seeing the internet grow and seeing how many people are able to create a living off of the internet. Oh, yeah. Because compared to 10 years ago, it's insane. You've all you've got all these kids that are like 16, even younger, mm-hmm. just making TikTok accounts and making YouTubes, and they're just they're blowing up. Blowing up. Yeah, it's so – it has become – technology has made it substantially easier. That is one thing that has helped, I feel like, a lot of the creative and artistic culture because you can get your ideas to everyone instead of a little bit – of people in your area. Yeah, Spotify included. It's so much easier for an artist to get on now. Right, I mean, it did. Shout out Spotify. Exactly. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't as difficult as I thought it would be to get this podcast going, thankfully. Yeah. Just the way the world is now, it's so much easier to get access to media. I mean, think of, even in the financial world, it's so much easier to get access to trading on stocks and stuff. Right. With Robinhood, I mean, you can download it on your iPhone. But fuck Robinhood because of the recent scandal with GME. Yeah. yeah. Did you know? They... That the CEO of <laughs> Robin Hood is Ghislaine Maxwell's son. You know who, who's Ghislaine? That was the lady that was with Jeffrey Epstein. No like way. Like the short-haired lady. The CEO of that is her son. No way. Yeah, that's what I heard. I actually just saw that on Instagram, so I'm saying yeah, but it could be like – Hell no. But, you know, <laughs> that is interesting, though. Yeah. Look that up, though, for real. But one thing The CEO that, of Robin Hood? Yeah. Uh, speaking of, like, creative people or just, like, creativity in general, I really, since I've started writing recently, it really made me understand. So, like, the difference between being a creative person just in passing and creating with your creativity. Like right. it is an insanely different ballgame. Cause I've always been a creative person, like just making jokes and stuff and like kind of being witty, like right. just quick to the punch, like joking, joshing, you know? Right. But it's just a completely different thing when you're writing it down because you're creating every aspect, right? You're you taking to- nothing and making it, something and not exactly. only something a good something and you're trying to and whenever you're just being witty and you're making jokes by yourself it's easy because you're telling them to either you know you're saying it to yourself in passing or to your closest friends that like have a deeper insight to you but like as a comedian on stage you have to not only like 
be funny and and be creating something, but you also have to be creating something that the other people can understand. So you have to do things before and after, you know, to make the audience understand what's even happening. Mm-hmm. Happening. I mean, it's it is it's substantially different. Yeah, it's tough. Like, but it's so fun. It's it almost, is. It's like a workout, and I've never felt a mental workout like this. Like literally, it's like grinding and release. Like that's literally what it is. It's like you're grinding and it's literally like you're pushing through a rep. You're benching and you're riding and you're thinking and stuff and you're like, oh, that's great. And you have juices flowing and then you stop. And I set my pen down and I just like take a second. And I just like think about random shit. Mm-hmm. And then a random shit will eventually roll into back to that topic that would be a cool way to tie in from where I left off. It's going again. Right. And then like when you get done, that sensation you have like that your arms feel lighter after you get done benching, like you bench really hard mm-hmm. and then you get up and you're like, wow, my arms are so light. It's almost like the same thing with your brain. You got like, the flow going. Yeah, I was like yeah. lightheaded. I was literally like, wow. <laughs> Like it's all about starting. It's like so so often it's easy to just get like creative, but then not actually apply it. Mm-hmm. But it's like as soon as you start, your brain will just go, and it yeah. can lead into all kinds of different things, and it will just sometimes lead you to places you didn't even think about. Yeah, come up with new ideas like that. It's and it's liberating too. It, is. it, it like feels said, good. It feels great. It feels like you're working out. It does. It and. Um, that's exactly why um, people nowadays that are creative minded that like fall into like the system of going through high school, college and then getting a job and like not understanding like the psychology of their own nature. Like they get into like think about a creative person getting into like like a, a bank job, like a bank teller job. Mm-hmm. And they're doing the, you know a job where you're doing the same task like one two three over and over one two three over and over same thing over and over one two three you're working in a factory you know doing factory work same thing over and over a creative person their will dies like you're not creating you're just doing the same thing over and over again gets stale exactly it get it, it creative minds are you know they they have a slow attention span you know I mean a conscientious person is cool with that you know they're doing you know what they got to do move on to the next thing done 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 like and that's just that's Perfect. It's hard to pay rent these days. Yeah. yeah. If it was easy to pay rent, I wouldn't be working so much. Yeah. Yeah. For real. Though. Exactly. And that's just how it. It's just how it has to be. If I can, if I can put the the roof over my head and the food in my stomach, that's all I'm working for. Other than yeah. that, I'm spending my time creating because that's what I feel. Exactly. That's why I'm happy. Yeah. Yeah. And that that's all that really matters in the end. Exactly, bro. I'm not trying to spend my time doing. Shit. Yeah, I, I mean, have a good life. I don't really like care to work a forty hour for the next thirty years. No. I look at Layton <laughs> said this to me one day, and I know of all people to say it, it would be Layton because he is like the definition of a hard working dude. Mm-hmm. And he said, "But that's your job. Like when I write, it's my job, mm-hmm. and that is like helped." Because I do go to plumbing, and that's my job. I got to do plumbing. I plumb, you know. Yeah. Do the business, lay the pipe, you know. (laughs) Really get in there, elbow (laughs) grease. And, but when I come here and I'm writing, it's like I'm on my own schedule, but it is my job. Yeah. Like, I have to look at it like that. One day, I want that to be my job, so I have to take it that seriously. It's not just like, 
fucking around and seeing what happens. Right. You well, got to dedicate that time. Exactly. That's important though, because I mean, that's what keeps a creative mind alive. I mean, if you were just going and plumbing every day and then coming home and like just sitting and not doing anything, you would probably start to like lose energy and not have the will you know, to get up and go to work every day because you're not using your other time to be creative and saturate and use that creative brain mm-hmm. and work it out mentally like you were talking about earlier. Yeah. I mean, that's just how it is. That's probably why you've, you've probably felt better the last few days when you've been coming home and riding an hour or doing something. You probably felt better. No, no shit. I was actually going to say that. There was like two weeks ago where I was just like super sad. And like I even told you about it. And I was just like. That's crazy. That happened to me. Like just recently. <laughs> really? Just really? terrible. Like, like you always screw with me. Like you no, I was about to quit my job because I was like, I was like so upset. Really? Yeah, I was about to quit. And like, but everything that happened, like I just met it with hostility. Like it was, I was, I wasn't even like depressed. It was just like mad. Yeah, almost just discontent. (laughs) And and then I started writing like I actually started because I hadn't up until this point. I had just been like typing like shit in my phone that I would say in conversation that would be good ideas. Mm -hmm. And but I actually started like I would take one and just grind it, like grind it out two pages. Yeah. And once I did that for the first time, it was literally like I stepped out of the funk. Like, but I was out of it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like I went back in. It was like once I took that step, it was just like, yeah, you're good. Now. That's where I'm at too. Because like, as soon as I started skating more often, uh-huh. and I was like, I've gotten tremendously better. And then at oh, the yeah. same time, me and my mom have both like gotten into screen printing. So I'm really about to start like getting, the, to getting the clothes going. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Hell yes. Yeah, and I'm I'm still working on getting like a. a a spot. I'm thinking about building a spot and really? like having it be like the place. Hell yeah! Like the fucking place, like where we do everything, or anybody can go there at any time to do anything. Dude, so like you, you just know, gotta stay on that, bro. bro. I've got like enough money to like start like the construction though. Like I'm gonna get a, a huge concrete slab poured on like this property, and yeah. you know those big like sheet metal buildings. Yeah, yes. I'm gonna put one of those up. So that and I'm gonna have like this. They're cheap to build. So exactly. Sheet metal buildings. Exactly. Cheap, yeah. And you can just throw in like. You can just throw in like little rooms. You can just build pockets of rooms. Right. Yeah. And so I'm gonna have like this big door. People can park cars in there. We're gonna throw parties, and we're gonna get like we're gonna. It's gonna be like uh our. It's gonna be like a a redneck version of Rob Dudek's Fantasy Factory, bro. (laughs) It's gonna be crazy, dude. No, that'll be awesome. YouTube channel? No. Start one. Yeah. (laughs) I was about to say it's about to happen. That's. You'll have to like set up a camera that's like always recording, always. just when dump so dumb shit will happen. I'm gonna have like cameras, obviously. Cause I'm yeah. gonna have a lot of shit there. I oh my god. My robbers. Yeah, it's gonna be great. We're gonna have such a fun time. Dude, that sounds awesome. Yes. Yes. But anyways, I said I'm about about to get a camera anyways because like we gotta record your comedy shows. Yeah. Yeah. So we it'll be multi-purpose. Dude, we honestly, what we should do right now for you and comedy. Honestly, we should start a YouTube channel and get like 20 or so, 20, 30 guys that we know in Murray and find a spot that you can do a small comedy show. Maybe not even that many, maybe 10 people, but have some sort of audience and film it and we can put it on YouTube. Bro, we young as fuck. Let's make this shit happen. No, what I was about to do, (laughs) me and Layton have been discussing 
I'm starting a YouTube channel. Okay. And like Leighton is going to run it. And like I'm gonna take care of the content. And he's gonna find out shit about it just because he's like always here. If I ever need anything changed, because normally it would be you, the tech guy, the financial yeah. guy. It would be substantially but, easier for him to do that for you. Yeah. And, me. and but I'm gonna do like I think I'm gonna do like some sketch comedy because that's hilarious and we yes. could do that like if we just thought of like a scene that's funny and we but like you would be in them i know like that's because I'm like thinking, y'all are just my homies so like i've got i use who i got oh and we're just gonna like act out some funny ass shit but like we're gonna be serious about it. like and be good ass actors in these funny ass skits and i'm gonna do like maybe some different kind of segments like maybe a political corner maybe i don't even want to know if i want to touch on politics though yeah. um just like some different stuff like that well, like you get some clothes and shit out too and we're putting that shit out we got and the we can like factory we can do like little bullshit like funny ads that have like your shit in them so like when people watch it on youtube they'll have a way there'll be like an extra way to get your Clothing and shit out there. And I can also, of course, make you guys see. Well, of course. Yeah, Yeah. it's just a whole ass network. I probably wear a shirt every time I'm on stage for the beginning until I.
That's the honey spot. The honey spot? Yeah, but I'm super stoked about it. I just, I'm going to actually talk to Layton tonight once he gets home, and I'm going to be like, hey, start, like, figuring out some computer stuff. Like, start looking into that, and, like, let's get this going. I'd like to have it up. I would like to have the channel created by Mm -hmm. mid-March, March March 15th. Mid-March. That's a good goal. I mean, that's right at less, like, a little bit less than a month. March 15th, that what? January, February, March, it's third month of the year, 12 months. That gives us nine to work with this year, five to work with next year before we got to make a move. Right. And then and if uh, things are going well with that, we may not have to make a move or we could make a comfortable move. Right. I mean, we just, uh, just depends on like where everything goes and whatnot. Um, what were you just saying before that? I had something I was going to say to you. March 15th is the goal for the the channel to be up. Oh, yeah. And by by about the time that you get the channel going and stuff, hopefully you will will have um, places open more often because, you know, hopefully COVID will not be as much of an issue anymore. Hopefully in the summer. Yeah. I'm hoping I'm hoping that by the time this next fall comes around, it won't be as big of an issue because I would like to be able to have one more fall and one more spring semester in college without COVID. Yeah, because it really it's really has fucking sucked. (laughs) Y'all yes, but we still do have to go to Burning Man. Speaking of trips, what's the move this uh, spring break? There isn't a spring break. There's not a spring break? Mm -hmm. For real? Nope. We don't get a spring break. They don't want us going anywhere. For COVID reasons. So we get, we're getting tomorrow off of school, one day tomorrow, and then we get one more day off in like a few weeks, and that it counts as our spring break. That's I do nice. both. Take a trip soon. Yes, let's take a Oh, yeah. No, we'll plan. I will probably take something soon. It's I'm going to New Orleans in, um, next, in March. Yeah, about this time next month for <sighs> Tanks 21st. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. But um, well, then we we don't have to go. We'll probably go somewhere we, whenever um, summer hits, though. Yeah, take a trip in the summer. Me and Layton will probably. We were doing a thing where we were doing a trip a month. Damn. Yeah, that's but not expensive. like big, not big ones. Oh, okay. Like we went to Nashville last month. Oh, okay, yeah. That, so we okay, I can see. Yeah, had that's a nice That's fair. I consider that. A trip. I, it, we'll probably go to a comedy club next. There's one in Jackson. Also, to Zach. watch or to to watch. I couldn't get on at a comedy club yet. I'd have to go to like an open mic at a bar. Okay, that's, that's fair. But, yeah, I don't know how well that's going to go. But How well what will go? I've always wondered, like, what the strategy is for open mics, unless it's like a set-up event, that it's like, this is a comedy open mic. Like, come if you want to hear comics. But if it's like at a restaurant or like at a bar or something – and it's like you're like the side thing and yeah. not the main thing. Well, I feel like I would naturally be the side thing because I just got there that night and the bar's been there for like years. <laughs> yeah. Like people been eating at the bar at that location for years. No one has been listening to me do comedy at that location <laughs> ever except for that night. I guess that's fair. So like I'm going to get like some biker dude to come up and be like, I don't think it's funny. How are you talking about Donald Trump? And I'm going to say, suck my nads, and then I'm going to get killed. <laughs> yeah, but then you'll have a funny story for your Netflix special. <laughs> Not if I'm dead. 
He won't die. Just like I'll be there. Gum gum. What do you mean, me. just like you'll be there? You better spring into action. I mean, I gum. will. <laughs> I better be seeing you run, forest run across the fucking bars. What I better see? My only stipulation is if this were actually to happen, and you had a a biker <laughs> come up to try and fight you because of what you said. If I, at some point in the night, have seen him smoke any meth, I'm not helping you. <laughs> because he would kill us all. <laughs> well, he's going to kill me either way. <laughs> so I guess I'm banking on Leighton. <laughs> I better start going harder in jujitsu. Yeah, Leighton will probably just be like, Wah! and Judah chop him in the neck and it was like like collapse or something. I like remember in... I remember one time in middle school, I walked in the bathroom like um, during lunch and Leighton is waiting around the corner and like Judah chops me like in the neck and I literally like went to, to the ground. Like he like paralyzed me almost. That was in middle school. So like I wonder if Leighton knows like even more better spots to hit now. Leighton is not fun to be engaged in physical combat with. Oh, no, I bet not. It's not fun. I need to get on the phone. He's very stout. Is he? <laughs> he doesn't weigh very much, but he's just built thick. You yeah. know what I mean? No, I know what you mean. Got a lot of muscle. So y'all both do jujitsu? Yeah, man. Dude, I need to get on the Not we, me, we, him and Layton. We do it um, here, though. Like, we got mats in the kitchen. I haven't. Dude, I need to get on the I need to start. Too. I need to start doing it with y'all. Don't do it. I need to start doing it with y'all. Because I said on a podcast that I listened to today from us that I would do it. Even though I mistakenly called jujitsu taekwondo like nine times. Did you? Yes. I listened to it today and I was you so mad. Saying. Was I? Probably. Just but, so we're going to say it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't worry. But uh, <laughs> so I need to, I need to follow through on that. So I need to start doing it with y'all at some point. Come in here. God, y'all will kick my ass. You will have so much fun with that, too. Oh, I'm going to have a fucking blast. Because you've been your ass kicked by Leighton, haven't you? No. Oh, no. No, me and Leighton are, like, dead even. I bet y'all honestly. honestly are, for real, because you already know what you're doing, and you've also got size. No, now we're at the point where we're dead even skill. It's just, like, everything evens out. Like, he's a lot faster than me, but I'm a little stronger than him, and not even stronger than him in, like, the sense that, like, I'm in better shape, because I'm by no means in any facet am i in better shape than no, late you're definitely but not. like when you're grappling like it's really easy to use your weight and he's a lot smaller than me so that kind of evens out the speed so it's just really but the speed it, will really help him when he's when you're striking more than grappling yeah but it's really just technical it's really it gets really technical and i enjoy it i'm all about some technical i yeah. have a little bit of wrestling See, I have zero, other than WWE shit. I used to do karate when I was a little <laughs> kid. We did a lot of WWE, though. Yeah, dude, for real. You used to, what did you say? You used to do karate? When I was, like, a little kid. I, I did. still remember everything. Yeah. I, I can do, like, I could do, like, choke outs and arm bars, leg bars. And Damn, stuff. hell yeah. yeah. Yeah, see, I can put a mean chokehold on somebody, but, I mean, anybody with some training is going to whoop my ass. <laughs> <laughs> my, my main goal right now is just putting on weight. Yeah. Because I'm so thin. My main goal right now is getting rid of some fat and putting on some muscle. Yeah, honestly. I need, yeah, I need to bulk up. I need, yeah. I need to get rid of fat. I need to. <laughs> I put on, like, 10, 10-ish, 10-ish pounds in, like, the last few months, and I just got to get rid of it. 
I got on the scale one morning. I was like, I'm curious. I haven't weighed them. I was like, holy shit. I've been on about 30-ish pounds in the past year. The past year? You think so? 30? <laughs> no. I was going to say, that's like, excessive. Probably like 15. Yeah, 15 is probably accurate. I mean, I don't know because I don't – I see you like every day, so I, it's impossible for me to notice any change. Yeah, you know what I mean? Most we go without seeing each other for two days. Yeah. So that's not like fasting. Well, even on days when we don't really have time to hang out, like, we still hang out for, like, 30 minutes or something. True. Like, the days that we don't hang out, there's still 30 minutes in there. So. Yeah, at some point. Or, like, a FaceTime call or something. But sometimes we do have some lengthy FaceTime calls. On the yeah. On the way to work and shit. Yeah. Yeah, schools have been designed like factories. That's, that was... Facts. Facts. Well, yeah, that's something I wrote down from the Jordan Peterson video, too. I, just, I forgot to say something about that, honestly. Jordan Peterson's fine, yeah. He is a very smart guy. Dude, have you seen the video of him like yelling in an argument to transgender people? Yes, I did. I watched that video with y'all. Dude, I don't know how I feel about it, honestly. Because I do feel like there's at least a percent of him that's just being an asshole. Like, do you understand? No. Like, so there was a law made for like in the workplace. You have to refer to people as their preferred pronouns. Right. Like if they're a transgender person or whatever. Yeah. Which, I mean, like, I'm not really super sensitive to that, but I don't discriminate against right. them. You know what I mean? Like, I think they're people just like everybody else, and they deserve respect and whatever. Yeah, of do. course. Um, but you have to call them their preferred pronouns, and Jordan Peterson said, no, fuck that. I'm not going to do that. I would have if they wouldn't have put it in legislation. But since they put it in legislation – it's like they're forcing me to talk how they want me to talk. So I'm not going to do it. And I think that's fair. But it probably at his core, like his core 1%, it started from him being like, yeah, I'm going to be disagreeable with this. Like I don't have to be, but I'm going to be. Because it's really not that big of a deal. No, he, it really isn't that big And he's deal. smart enough to know that. Yeah, well, you could tell in that video that he was coming off with some aggression, too. I hate it when people try to, like, disclaim Jordan Peterson with, like, Instagram facts. Like, something you see on Instagram, like, did you know yeah. that if you kill a transgender person, you don't even go to prison or that, something? That's not what it was. It was it was if you kill a transgender person, you get, um, you get um, charged with murder, but it's not – they don't get charged with a hate crime. So, like, they still go to prison yeah. for the same thing as killing a person. But, like, just because it's not labeled as a hate crime, they were mad about that. Which See, That's a reach. I feel like that's that is. That's 100% a yeah, reach. Yeah, I feel like that is. Dude, are you kidding me? That, that's ridiculous. Like, why does it have yeah. to be a hate crime? It was a no, murder. Like, yeah, they're in jail. It's a murder. That's like the Trump card. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's like the worst thing possible. Yeah, like, just, they're going to jail forever. They're not going to be very trans insensitive from that point on because they fucking killed somebody. Yeah, they're going to be in jail. Like, so, but, I mean, I don't know. It wouldn't worsen the charge if they killed him just because they were a transgender, because he's already facing the most harsh punishment for crime you can face, which is the punishment for killing somebody. Exactly. He's either going to die himself, be put to death, or never see, never see, again. Never be outside of a prison again. And if they don't get caught, then they could be charged with a hate crime. So there's that. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I, I get I get why he would be frustrated, but I do think that he was just being 
disagreeable just to be an ass, too. But, I mean, he's just so fucking smart. Yeah, no, he is like, I, I can't dislike him because of how smart and reasonable he is. People label him as alt-right. Did you know that? Really? Like, people label him as, like, max conservative, like, QAnon head figure. Like, no shit. It's, I mean, he's definitely somewhat conservative just because he, I think he believes that some of the ideas that have been placed are good, so they don't need to be changed. But I still think he's pretty open-minded and liberal about some things as well because he does he does agree that there are some things that need to be changed. I think Jordan Peterson is probably center or center-right. Right. And just from what I've seen. Yeah. No, that, that probably hits it more on the um, And honestly – I feel like it happens mostly because, like, so, for example, the guy in Nashville that bombed the AT&T Tower mm-hmm. building or whatever, yeah, um, he did it because of 5G, which is like a QAnon conspiracy, and it's horseshit, but that's like a conservative conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. And that guy was a big InfoWars guy, like Alex Jones, like mm-hmm. bullshit, real bullshit. Yeah. And the Dr. Pesesnik thing. Dude, that is all, my all-time favorite video. I've decided that's it. Like, that video is the best the internet has to offer. I think I agree with that. <laughs> because he's making these just insanely crazy claims. And he's so old. <laughs> but the funniest part is he used to be right, and he used to be successful, and he used to be an important yeah, guy. The and then he gives us this shit. For those of you who don't know, he thought that Donald Trump was going to take over the government whenever Joe Biden was inaugurated. There's a video online if you look up Infowars and Doctor Pesesnik. It's it's Peter Pesesnik. Peter Pesesnik. Doctor Peter Pesesnik. It's it's comedy, is what it is. It's fantastic. It it is insane. Like even Alex don't Jones. Don't get stressed out though. Don't let it stress you. Yeah, out. yeah. Go into it with a with a calm mind. Yeah, it's funny. It's hilarious. Even <laughs> Alex Jones, an insanely far right conservative, was like not vibing with it. Yeah. <laughs> Even he was like, he was this like, may be too much. <laughs> I'm out to jokes. <laughs> he tried to get him off the air like three times. Um, but And none of it was true. <laughs> yeah, not, literally none of it happened. So he's just like discredited like forever now. Has to be. Okay, but the guy yeah, back to that. <laughs> that did the Nashville bombing. Yeah. He was a big InfoWars guy. So like, very that's Conservative conspiracy. Right. And he probably listened to Jordan Peterson too. Because he is center right. He's really intelligent. And like the things he says sometimes, I notice a dumb person, not a smart person that actually understands what he is saying, a dumb person could take a quote of his that is conservative and make it seem like he was making a super outrageous far-right claim. And, like, I'm sure conservative people, especially conservative conspiracy people, love that he's just, like, feels how he feels. Mm-hmm. Like, and he has the intelligence to back it up because that's what they wish they were. That's what they all think they are, these QAnon people. They're like, well, I'm ahead of the curve. I know everything. But they really know nothing. <laughs> 
God fucking cucks is what they are. Sorry, I feel strongly about this. <laughs> we will have zero conservative listeners. Oh my god, they will hate us. No, but like I'm cool with conservative people, just not like the conspiracy dude. Oh well, yeah, those like, those guys. I right. legitimately feel like I can sit in a room with Ben Shapiro. And I could enjoy myself. Oh, yeah. No, I could, too. Like, not even making fun of him. Like, I feel like he would just be, as long as you didn't, like, belittle him, yeah. he would just be a reasonable well, yeah, he, dude. He seems, like, unpleasant on some of his YouTube videos, but that's because he's with people that he's unpleasant to be around. And that's and, what he's doing. Like, yeah. That's the point. Yeah, exactly. But we wouldn't be, like, triggering him yeah. in any way. So, yeah, I, I would enjoy it. I mean, I would enjoy to hang out with any person of intellect, regardless of their personal stance. Just because it's interesting to you know to see where they stand, what they see, how they see it. Yeah, just, I'm all about that shit. I love psychology. I love seeing why people think the way they do, and like understanding like how like the difference between my thought process and someone else's thought process, and why our thought processes are different. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, it's crazy. So like, and I would love to sit with anybody. I'm kind of like a rainbow in the dark, and it's kind of a <laughs> terrible song. Never heard it. Like yeah. a rainbow in the dark. No, I've heard you complain about it for. Yeah, it's terrible. Ever. It's terrible. But this, the metaphor served for what I was trying to do. I hate the song. I hate Dio. It's garbage. Not a good metaphor for trying to be artsy. But what I was doing, it is. Okay. I'm a rainbow in the dark because I am more left leaning, I'd say. But I'm pretty center about a lot of stuff yeah. too. But like, I'm I lean pretty left. But, like, most of my friends, like, any of the dudes I hang out with, besides you and Layton, like, that I talk to at parties that I consider my friends that I Snapchat, they're all conservative. Yeah. Like, and that does not change the fact that they're my friend in any way. In fact, it probably helps it. Because, like, honestly, I'm just trying to chill most of the time. Yeah. I mean, and, I, I don't really like the people who are, like, they know they're around people that are different in political stance, and so they bring up politics. It's like, why do you want to start that? I just hate that it's crazy because you know how Washington said that there should there shouldn't be like two political parties that there should only be one. Right. Yeah. There should only be one. You just have one like committee made of like different viewpoints. So that like there doesn't have to be two different sides. It's just right. one group. Well, because at the end of the day, now we've reached a point where the two different sides aren't trying to help the country they're trying to make sure they stay in power yeah they're trying to win it's become a competition between the other side it's no longer to benefit us and the country and its citizens it's to benefit themselves that's what politics have turned into i mean it may have always been that way but it seems like that's just what it's turned into ideally we would have like 10 presidents like we have the president of the treasury but you'd obviously want to be a conservative person yeah, we would have the president of war and the armed forces. You would obviously want to be a conservative person like Dan Crenshaw. Dan Crenshaw would be perfect for that fucking job. He's got eye patch and everything. You're telling me if we had a committee of ten presidents and we're rolling up to a war and Dan Crenshaw with the fucking eye patch is riding a horse behind the tanks, he's like, <laughs> you're not gonna shit your pants. Uh, I would. I'd probably be behind him, also <laughs> screaming. Seriously, I'd be like, "Let's go, let's go!" Let's go. <laughs> but see, but then like you can have a president of like social relations, like ethical relations, like right. immigrant relations, immigrant, um, like 
getting them to become American, like getting them their green like card. Like the whole citizenship process. Yeah, like in like kind of getting them used to the American culture. And like mm-hmm. you could have that as a liberal person, like AOC. I don't know right. if you know who AOC is, but mm-hmm. AOC, she's just like a very liberal female. You could have her be the president of that, right. and that would literally eliminate the problem. It could, but the only thing is, is you still get liberal people trying to change things, and there's still always going to be people who think that things don't need to be changed. And so you're always going to have conflicting viewpoints. Yeah, but we did do the conscious effort. We could, yeah. No, I think that would be – I mean that's somewhat of a better idea. You could have a masshead president of all the presidents just for publicity, and it's always a black dude. They're the coolest. <laughs> yeah. Or we can get like Steve Carell, but he has to play Michael Scott. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Does that not that sound like a like wonderful hell country? As a country. <laughs> You're telling me. Maybe Tony Stark. Okay. Robert Downey Jr. playing Tony Stark. Maybe. Can you get behind that? I can always. I can always get on board with Robert Downey Jr. I just always. think Obama should always be it. Because, like, if you just take the politics away from Obama, Obama's so likable. <laughs> like, he's just a cool dude. He's good at basketball. He's got a really cool voice. He's super nice. He's all about inspiration. Like, I, I love the way he talks. He's just dope guy. I do. I love the way he talks. It's so much fun. It was so funny. So it's so much fun. <laughs> you talk to Obama a lot? Yeah, dude. We have like a weekly standing one-hour phone call. Dude, late, uh, Sometimes late, it's a FaceTime. Layton got a text from Obama the other day. Really? Yeah. What did it say? It said, hey, yo, why you be texting Michelle asking if that thing be farting? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's what it said. Is that what it said? I swear. He sent me a picture. <laughs> oh, and it dude. had like the black fist emoji and like an explosion next to it. It's like, pow. Obama's punching Layton. Can you imagine if we lived in a world where Obama punched Layton? I could not go on living knowing that my roommate got punched by Barack Obama. Like, what did he do <laughs> to get punched by Barack, man? He ain't got no problems. Maybe he got up with Michelle. Michael, you mean? Dun, dun, dun. Uh-oh. Have you heard about that? I have heard about that. Another conspiracy theory from, brought to you by, da, 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 the dumbest dudes on the internet, QAnon. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. sucks. Do you believe that one? I don't know. I did watch a dance video of her on NBC, and she had a dick. That was a dick in that pants. I don't know whether or not it was editing or real. Or if question. it was like a strap-on. Like, that could be a thing. She could want power. She is actually like a manly woman, I think, like a more masculine woman. But I well, she definitely gets shit done, because she did a lot whenever she was hurt or her husband was in office. Yeah. Trying to make yeah. And fat southern people like me were like, no. Hell no. Give me pizza in the cafeteria now. <laughs> they used to give us Domino's, bro. Yeah, they cut that shit off yeah. yeah, they did. No, I liked the pizza before Domino's. Domino's was when Michelle was, pressed, was the first lady because 
Domino's is like the healthiest of pizzas. Before that, we had like this banging ass, cheesy ass school pizza. Like the square? Yeah. Yeah, that in shit. Elementary school. In elementary square, school for breakfast? Yeah. Oh. That breakfast, oh my God. That may be the single best pizza of all time. Like the Sedalia Elementary School breakfast pizza. Like maybe. Sedalia Elementary School's food in general was banging. Oh my God. It was so good. It was literally unreal. It was insane. I don't know if it's just because I was a kid. Maybe. I wonder if that's what it was. Yes. But like. Probably. No. Dude. But it was so awesome. Like, yeah, because it was probably like some of the first food you've ever had. <laughs> But I feel like I was getting cooked good food by my mom and grandma and no, stuff. Like, and that stuff was banging. You no, know, I swear, Sedalia Elementary, Elementary School's chicken nuggets. Mm. Okay, the chicken nuggets like have always been like they've always been good. Yeah, dude, the chicken nuggets at Sedalia were insane. They really were. They there. You know where they used to get them? Sedalia Restaurant. No way. I sw- I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Really? I'm pretty sure that's where they used that to get their chicken nuggets. Close. No. Good. We should we go should eat. Go Dude, there. I was about to say that. We should go it's eat there so sometime. Good. It is fire. We should go on a buffet night. Oh. They got like frog legs and shit. Woo. Oh my. That slap your mama good. You right got yeah. We'd have to tell my dad. He'd be, you know how pissed he would be if we went to Sedalia Restaurant? I can just left him. picture Ricky eating with us at Sedalia Restaurant. <laughs> Thank it's you. Just like something I can see happening. Thank you for that elaborate, elaborate imagery. <laughs> That's not what I was originally gonna say. <laughs> I was gonna say something funny, but I didn't want to say that Ricky's an expense because I like Ricky and I'm just kind of in like funny, funny mode right now. It's for the record, I'm also a fan of Ricky. He's a he's a cool dude. He really is. Sure go I do think that. <laughs> you yell at him. I don't. Yeah. What have I ever yelled at my dad? Sometimes. When? Well, I'm a smart ass, but yeah, that's fair. but I can I can be smart ass to y'all, and y'all aren't like don't say that to me because we're on like equal playing field, yeah. and you know I'm joking. Yeah, normally, dude. Yeah. I know you have to like Ricky because you are literally, you know, <laughs> I do hate how much I hear that. You are you're 45 percent Ricky, I'd say. Which is more than you'd like. It's not quite half, but it's more than I have a feeling you would want the number to be. <laughs> but you are. You, like, there's no escape. What, what about Zach? How- Zach is, like, 65. I guess you don't know his mom, though, so that does kind of... No, but Zach has, like, Zach yeah. does some Ricky shit. He does do some Ricky shit. <laughs> but it's and, awesome. he had, and he had more of the basketball than I did, so you got to give him more percent than it, me. Yeah, exactly. But Zach is awesome. He can't, you can't beat me in basketball now, though, Zach. Speaking objectively, Zach may be the GOAT Willis. But I am always going to rank you number one. Just like I always wow. rank Kobe over MJ. But, like, that doesn't hold up. So you're – I mean, I guess if you're calling me Kobe and Zach MJ, I guess I'll take that. Yeah. It's basically how it is. You're number one to me, champ. Thanks, bud. <laughs> I'm just playing. You're the GOAT Willis for sure. Now Zach was maybe not. I'm still in college. I don't. I think that's up for discussion. I got to see where I land after college. That's fair. Well, to me, you always be the Go Wills. That's fair. I appreciate that. No Thank problem. You. It should be that way. I mean, you hang out with me more than anybody else. I mean, I in my family, quite a bit. Do you? Yeah, bro. Like we hang out. Me and you on the days we don't hang out, we hang out like thirty minutes. But on the days me and Zach don't hang out, we hang out like an hour. Mm. Damn. Yeah, like that's the minimum. 
That's the minimum? Yeah. God, they're tight. I did not realize that. Yeah, man. He comes down from wherever the fuck he's at. Hangs out. I don't know where he lives. Lone Oak? Lone Oak, yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) I doubt he's coming here that much because he does have a child. And he barely comes to Murray to begin with. Yeah. He's entered that sweet spot of... children. I mean... Fuck them kids. I want a, I want a little Luke running around. Yeah, Just I'm a pretty boy. sure your brother's daughter is like the cutest baby of all time. Oh, she is adorable. Yeah, like she may be up there. She is definitely adorable. She takes the cake. And she is fun to play with. Is she? Yeah, she's how really... She? She, oh God, she... I'm pretty sure she's about 10 or 11 months old, but I'm not 100% sure. So I know she, her birthday's in... I'm pretty sure her birthday's in March, so... So, but she, like, plays and stuff. She's, like, active. Yeah, no, she's, like... She knows what's going she, on. She, last time I saw her in Mayfield, she hadn't started, like, crawling forward yet, but I almost got her to. Like, almost got her to. Like, I had one of her toys, because we were opening... Um, we opened a present or something for her, I think, and I had one of her toys that she just got, and I was, like, shaking it in front of her, and she was, like, really wanting that thing. And so she was starting to crawl and then like she just had the way she had her legs positioned it just wouldn't allow her to lunge forward comfortably so she would just never take the leap <laughs> but the other day they uh, they sent me a video and she was crawling good yeah so. that's awesome I, that's probably such a weird time in life when you're just like stationary due to not being able to walk well at that point in time i don't think your brain is very you know remembering anything anyway so you're just kind of like there yeah i wonder if we were like Somewhat aware at that point, we just don't remember being aware. I would say so. Like you think we were like thinking in our heads, like "fuck you, dude, I'm I'm hungry, give me some food." That's why I'm crying. Or like, do you think we were just like naturally like animalistic? Dude, like, there's no way she didn't even know what words were yet. I know, but like, I'm not saying you were saying that, but like, you still would have some sort of thought process. Like you would think in your mind, "I want sustenance" or "I want food." Like. Do you think we were, like, cognitively aware at that age? No, I feel like – I don't feel like it's, like, make a deci- – like, realize you're hungry, make a decision to cry. It's probably, like, you're hungry, so you cry because that's all you could do because, like, I feel like your thought process is just, like, raw emotion. That's like, weird. not even, like, formulated. Because I mean, you haven't even developed an ego at that point. Yeah, you're just, like, chilling there. Crying about some stuff and laughing about some stuff and solemn about other stuff. That's what you got. Yeah. You got know, three I'm buttons. Sure, I'm sure there is an answer out there too if we just looked it up to see. You know what I mean? What are we looking at? Like if we were to look up, like, are you cognitively aware or when do you become cognitively aware? I'm sure there's an actual answer for that. Hey Siri, look up. When you become cognitively aware, did you know? I found this on the web. What is self awareness and how does it develop? Surprised that pulled anything up, honestly. You have your Siri as a male voice? Yeah, he's Australian too. It's like my assistant. It's cool. Siri, handle this for me. Okay, right now. Uh, I'm pretty sure I have the British woman. Studies have demonstrated that a more complex sense of the awareness of the self begins to emerge at around one year of age. It becomes much more developed by approximately 18 months of age. 
So between one and one and a half, you start becoming aware of yourself. Okay, that's fair. And that's about when you're able to start really moving around. making, yeah. I guess making decisions at that point. The body's like, okay, now I can leave where I'm currently parked. I need to learn how to make decisions. <laughs> yeah, I gotta learn how to do shit, or I'm just like wandering. <laughs> Gonna be a drifter in this bitch. <laughs> well, how would you like to watch some One Piece, man? I would love to watch some One Piece, actually. You would? Yeah. Well, after a two, uh, two three-month hiatus, yep. something crazy like that... Finally brought you some new content. It's hope you hope you appreciated it. Good to be back. They appreciate it. Yeah, I'm sure they did. Yeah, signing off, Fox. Yeah, Keaton said, well, Luke Willis, you'll have a groovy day. Yes.